Welcome to Aim Higher, a show designed to help us realize the leadership potential inside of all of us. Together, we are on a journey where we learn by exploring what makes people successful and what makes leaders great. We will challenge each other to leave the mediocre and average behind to aim higher. I'm Skip Pritchard, CEO, author, blogger, student of success, and your host. And today I want to talk about courage. There are three quotes that I love about courage. The first is by Winston Churchill. He says, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Another one is Walt Disney. He says, all of our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. And the third one is attributed to Christopher Columbus. I'm not sure if he said it, but it's so good. We will use it. You can never cross the ocean until you have the courage to lose sight of the shore. So I'm thinking about courage, and I was thinking about uh, watching kids to s learn to swim. It was uh, one of those times that I was sitting at the pool and watching that first jump into the water. And I remember this little girl, she was struggling on the diving board. You could see that internal struggle. You know when you're watching it and you can just see the trepidation and friends start cheering her on and her mom's like encouraging her. And then she finally goes to the end of the diving board and almost immediately turns around and runs back. And of course, you're worried she's going to slip on the diving board, which would be a disaster. But this went on for at least, at least two hours, my time, which is probably about six minutes. And she was going back and forth, back and forth. And finally, she took a deep breath. She grabs her nose. She squinted her eyes really tight and then jumped. And I'll never forget the smile on her face when she came up from the water. It was absolutely priceless. And of course, all of that fear, all that trepidation was completely gone because she ran out, ran to the thing, got right in front of her brother, I think, who wanted to go next and went ahead of him and jumped off again because she was now master of the diving board. So she really overcame her fear. And I was thinking about that watching her and how she showed courage. Success requires courage, cultivating it, growing it, courage to pursue your goals, courage to move outside of your comfort zone. And so I was thinking, how does courage propel us forward? How can we develop more courage? How do we help those around us to take courageous actions? And so to talk about this today, we have an all-star panel, a world-renowned all-star panel. First, we have Tammy Spade. She's an executive in multiple disciplines and a specialist in Keela Island. I'll make it today. Oh, yes. Is that yes, good? Yes, that's perfect. And we have Drew Bordas, who is an executive in operations. What do you want to specialize in today? Uh, vacation. That's where I'm heading tomorrow. Vacation? Yeah. Yep. What's that? No, it, it takes courage. We should, See we how should I tied have a that podcast in? on that. And Elise Wampler. Elise is an organizational development specialist and specializing in something else. All things warm weather. Warm weather. See, yep. So delightful. I just got back from Italy where talk about warm weather. It was 105 degrees. Touring the Vatican, no air conditioning. But it's Italy. Yes, it is Italy. So we did have great, great experiences and food and all of that. So when I'm talking about courage, you hear me talk about courage in this way. 
Uh, how do you think courage is, uh, how did that hit you when I was talking about courage and how does courage propel us forward? Why is it so important as an attribute to think about? Courage is what gives us growth. Um, when, when you think of individuals growing in an organization, um, you, you have that comfort zone that we tend to live in and it's not till we reach that learning zone, which is right outside of that comfort zone where we really start excelling and being courageous and trying new and different things. Um, so it, it, it's what, like you said, propels you forward from a growth standpoint. Or as this girl was finding for a little while, it can stop you. And I've seen some, yes. right? You've seen some people, even I'm watching these little kids in the pool, who couldn't do it. You mm -hmm. know, they, they ended up not having the courage. They were just like, that's it, you know, and one was crying and, and that was just a very bad day. Now, probably by the afternoon they were in and that was that, but uh, who knows. But courage really does propel us forward. And I, I wonder if we could see the little kid inside all of us, if you go into the business world, you could picture that some people are struggling just exactly like that girl at the pool when they're going to talk at a meeting or they're presenting something and they're just kind of, deer in headlights and we have to help them through that courage give them courage and encourage them to go for whatever it is that they're trying to do i think something that that comes to mind whether it's the diving board example or or at work um you know a lot of the opportunities you get to lead at work are stretch challenges for you right so it's not something maybe you're the subject matter expert at, but hey, I need you to go over here and handle this, manage this, solve this, because you're competent, I think you can do it. And if you don't take those opportunities, you're not going to become a leader, right? You have to learn how to step into something that I might not feel comfortable with, I might not be the subject matter expert in, but I'm being given this opportunity to go handle this, I'm going to go do it. And the more you get comfortable that you can do that in a lot of different scenarios, you become a more effective leader. But that takes courage. Yeah, that's good, Drew. I think about financially, there's a financial saying that people say the fear of loss is greater than the desire mm -hmm. for gain. And so many people live in that fear of loss that even though there is that potential for what you just said, promotion, new opportunity, the fear of loss, like, well, I have what I have and I just don't want to lose it. And I could look incompetent. I might not look right. Or I might fail. I might fail. Right? Yeah. And not realizing that, that it's okay. Like nobody's going to permanently stop your life or whatever this issue is in the day, usually anyway. Yeah. I think you've hit, Skip, on something that um, I was thinking about and looking really kind of at the definition of courage, but the opposite of it is, is fear. Um, fear that you might fail, fear that someone's going to be unhappy with the choice, fear that it might not be the right decision or the right path forward. Um, and it's great when, like the little girl on the diving board, people are cheering you on. But when I think about leadership courage, really just thinking about even people in history, um, sometimes people aren't cheering you on. You know, think of, I don't know, David and Goliath or Rosa Parks you're you're acting courageously out of your conviction and your principles. Courage and character, I think, are are close cousins. And sometimes courage is standing alone, the ability to stand alone, the conviction um, to act on principles and to stand alone. And as leaders, 
Um, it's great when people are cheering you on, but we also have to have the courage to step out when we know it's right to do it, even when people may not be fully behind you. Tackle your Goliaths. Tackle your Goliath. No, I always read that story and I always, you know, you, David wins and Goliath and triumph. And then I read it again. I, I guess I blocked the part where he actually beheads him. It's like, whoop. that's later. That's how, how did that's, we get here? That's, that's later. That's, that's courage. I mean, not only do I vanquish my enemy, but then I like chop off his head. That's courage. Yeah. We just hopefully Game we of Thrones. Won't, yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> hopefully we won't have that happen in the office or uh, anything like that. Instead, our method of courage is uh, being that supportive role, helping people uh, do something that they probably otherwise would hesitate to. We, I do think about fear. You were talking about fear being the opposite of courage. The other kind of close cousin, which isn't quite fear, but on that spectrum, right, if we think of courage way over here and fear way over here, there's that kind of timidity or hesitancy, you know, that I'm on the diving board. I'm not on the end. I'm not really all in, but I really want to be. And I think as leaders, sometimes it's just encouraging that person to get to the end of the diving board to say, I, you have this. You, you have the skills. And I, I've, one of the things I've enjoyed is, is I love watching when someone else takes the words from, from somebody else and you watch that inspire them to do something that they otherwise wouldn't do, right? That you say, yes, of course, Drew, you are fabulous at being a videographer and you will have no problem <laughs> filming us with Condoleezza Rice when she's visiting tomorrow, right? right? <laughs> yes. like, Even though people go to school for that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Which you said <laughs> which at the I time. Did. Yes, I did say that. But it is, it is fun to watch people say, okay, well, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go try it. I'm going to just step out and do something that I probably wouldn't do because it's not really, you know, like you were saying, uh, I'm an engineer and a business leader not doing that. Well, I'm a videographer. But that day you, you step out and do something different. And I think that's the, uh, that's the fun part, I think, of leadership, right, of getting people to jump out from that timid place. You know, I read something the other day that said, try more, trust more, tell more. So try more to be courageous and get yourself out there. Trust more and have courage in others that they're going to do what they say they're going to do. And then tell more. Be open to share the things that are tough for people to hear. Um, all stemming from that, that piece of, of courage of how are we building courageous people around us? How are our leaders putting trust and faith in employees to build that courage up in them um, to get outside of that comfort zone and grow and jump off that diving board? Yeah, that affects the whole organization. Mm -hmm. I, I often find it interesting because we, we think about courage and it's so easy to think about others. And we all have to think about the courage first for ourselves, right? So what is it that we need to push ourselves, like you were saying, outside of the comfort zone? Do I have the courage that I need to keep pursuing this goal? And then once I do, how do I help others mm -hmm. to come alongside? Some of it also, you know, is recognizing the different personality types in the room. And I was thinking of this, building on on Tammy's point of, of the kind of the dissenting opinion and, and Elise saying, you know, ask and, and, and just being able to recognize that it, it can be it, it takes courage to have the dissenting opinion. If you're if you're among your colleagues and your peers and your boss and you've got ten other people in the room all shaking their heads and you're thinking, wait a second, this doesn't this doesn't feel right to me. 
doesn't mean you're right or wrong, but just speaking up and saying, I've got a question. Wait a second. What about this? When everybody else is not saying it, that is an absolute leadership skill that takes a ton of courage and it takes constant development to get there, I feel like. Oh, I think that's really quite true because we do tend to hold back if we're the only person in the room. I think it stems from childhood or something where you just say, okay, do I want to do that? And it does stem from that place of trust. And I was reading about a, a Google study. They were showing teams that consistently achieve day in and day out. And the reason for that team achievement was about safety and trust with each other. And it was that very thing. So I'm more willing to step out. I'm more willing to give that dissenting opinion if I feel safe, you know, right. if I don't feel like I'm under attack, if I feel like I'm valued, if I feel like I'm respected. But in a culture where I'm not respected, it's a culture of fear, I might be attacked, or I don't have enough self-confidence, now I'm not going to have that safety. Now I'm not going to have that trust. I'm not going to be able to demonstrate that same courage. Well, and I think what you're referring to is another word maybe is vulnerability too. Um, you talked about that continuum between kind of on the one end fear and the other end courage and in the middle. You, you have to be a bit vulnerable to speak out and share maybe a dissenting opinion or an opinion at all because so many of us want to be right we don't want to put something out there that isn't going to be right. And we want to get information and data that's going to help us know um, if I jump off the diving board, I for sure will land in this spot. It won't hurt. I won't get water in my nose, you know, whatever it is. I was thinking you talked about Kiowa Island in the beginning, and we're heading on a uh, trip there in a few weeks. And last year when now we were there. Now your many fans will show up. I know. I know. I guess you're never supposed to say that in the public forum, right? But my many fans, all three of them. I think they're family members too. So um, anyway, uh, parasailing last year, we were in Kiowa Island. Our daughter wanted to go parasailing. She'd never been parasailing. She was afraid to do it. I said, okay, I'll do it with you. We were up about 50 feet. She said, well, this isn't too bad. And I said, but we're going up 550 feet more. It's a 600 <laughs> foot parasailing trip. Um, and as soon as we got off, she said, you know, I'm so glad I did that. I'm not sure I want to do it again right away. She just texted me today and said, one year ago today, I conquered my fear of parasailing mm -hmm. and a fear of heights that also went along with that. So, you know, sometimes it is just stepping out and having somebody with you. And That's there's some, great. There's That's something great. so exciting and rejuvenating about stepping out and it, it working for you. And even when it doesn't work for you, um, how people come around you and say, it's okay, let's do it differently next time. What'd you learn from it? How'd you grow from it? There's something so exciting about it when, when it does work and um, you get that courage built up there. I think about, at least I think about that courage and in, in stepping out also as it becomes time for people to do whenever their cycle is for performance appraisal time, people's Ooh, favorite time. We love that. Right. And everybody, everybody has that same reaction. Regardless of that time, but this continual attitude to say, I want feedback. Real feedback, honest feedback, candid feedback. It takes courage to give actual real feedback. Mm -hmm. It takes courage to ask for it. It takes courage to listen to it. But all of that growth potential that's possible if you listen to whether it's positive, negative criticism, whatever it is, how do we develop that mindset to help people have the courage to ask, accept, pause, listen, for that type of feedback, because no matter where you are, 
in life, in your career, whether you're a student, whether you're retired, having that feedback loop open, I have found is immeasurably important to your future. I think it all stems from what we've been talking about, trust. Without trust in that other person, um, taking those messages, hearing those messages, sharing those difficult messages sometimes can be incredibly difficult um, and challenging and not well-received. Whereas if someone shares a difficult message with you that you really trust, you know it's coming from a good place. You know and can make the assumptions that this person's looking out for me, which helps open your mind up to listening to the message. And, it, you know, it's not it, – it doesn't always have to be negative in the performance review as mm -hmm. far as courage goes, you know, in terms of what we were talking about of getting outside of your comfort zone, of just telling, you know, somebody on your team, hey, I, I think you can do this. You know, I, I see this in you. I think – you can absolutely take on this opportunity that looks big and difficult, and I have all the faith in the world that you will knock this out, right? So, I mean, it's a it, it's an opportunity for both types of feedback. Yeah, right? that's good, Drew. Mm -hmm. I also think the opportunity sometimes for some people, they're not expressive. I think of somebody that I was coaching that had to have the courage to say what he was feeling about other team members. I... Nobody knew what this person thought about them. And it was affecting people kind of feeling like, am I in, am I out? To, so to say, hey, if you would say this, you know, how are you feeling about this person? We would like for you to say that. I mean, it, it actually took courage for him to express that because that was not part of the way he operated. And that's where the personality type thing comes back into it, of, of if you're not wired that way, you would never even imagine somebody feels like that. Like, what do you mean you've not said right. that? I can't help but say it. Um, and just recognizing that about each other and making a better team that way. Well, and in your example, Drew, there's courage on the part of that leader too because they're putting, they're putting their own reputation or whatever the project is at risk by maybe putting someone into that role who hasn't done it before. I think the other thing that facilitates courage, though, is the ability to admit mistakes. Um, it takes courage to do that. It takes courage to say, I made this decision and I messed up. It, it wasn't the right move. Um, and I think that helps with that culture that you were talking about, Skip, and really the team environment um, for people to be able to foster courage for the purpose of development. And, and when we try something and we fail, as we know, um, there's a great book about this, about the book of mistakes, for example. I've heard of it. <laughs> You've heard of it. Yeah. Um, you, you learn a great deal often about mistakes and watching people make mistakes, making our own mistakes. Often we learn more in those environments than we learn, you know, through our successes. And doing that at all levels, right? Um, I've learned from several leaders that I've worked for of when, when they have that vulnerability to talk about, hey, I messed up here. I respect them so much more as a leader because they're willing to address it and say, what do we learn here? What can we do differently? Um, it's amazing that just what we think is something so big makes such a, a monumental impact in people's lives. And sometimes something we wish we could forget, right? As long <laughs> as it doesn't happen mistake. every day, right? Yes, right. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think about courage. I think about great things that have happened requiring courage. Uh, there's some amazing things. The woman who, this uh, is Leitner, I can't remember her first name, who started um, MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, after the tragedy of her 13-year-old was killed by a drunk driver. It took enormous courage to do what she did. And 
look at the impact where thousands upon thousands of lives were saved and laws were changed as a result of the courage it took for her to stand up. Or uh, when I was visiting Robben Island off of South Africa, the, the coast of South Africa, amazing courage it required to do uh, what he did and change history. I mean, so much courage, whether we think of world leaders, whether we think of an individual who starts a movement, whether we think about somebody in the business world, I think about somebody who stood up in an organization and said, that was not my experience. And that differing view, like you were saying earlier, Drew, that differing view took courage to say and to change the, the course of uh, future events. So it is quite an amazing thing to think about courage and how linked it is to leadership and to personal success. Courage really is something we don't think about it. I don't think we teach it. We don't talk about it, but it's linked to resilience. It's linked to just the ability to, to go for it. And if you look at every major entrepreneur, every big business thing, it took enormous amount of courage to keep going, to keep trying. And that courage is very inspiring, I think, to others around you. I, I want to ask this. How do you encourage people, encourage courage, right? people throughout an organization? When you see a whole culture with courage, it's on fire. Right? How do you know, like, wow, everybody's, everybody's going. How do, how do you keep that momentum going so that that courage continues? Because there's always somebody who says, now, wait a minute. Right? And how do you listen to them but keep that momentum going? I think it's part of it's opening the door for um, trying new things. If you have a culture that only will launch a new product when you have all of the market research that almost guarantees success, um, first of all, you'll probably never get the product launched. Right, and it's probably too late, Probably right? too late. The market's already moved on. Um, but secondly, you, you'll lose the window and you'll lose that energy and that momentum that comes from pushing out and, and trying that. So I think a culture that celebrates trying new things and admits failure, fails quickly. You've heard, you know, that phrase before, fail fast, um, doesn't, you know, overly punish people when that happens and has principled leaders. I, I do really think, again, character and courage are so closely linked. When people are principled and respected, they'll be followed in a crisis. They'll be looked to for um, help with trouble or decision-making. They'll be looked to for enthusiastic support for you know something that's new that we want to try. Well, and when we see people as people, right, not as obstacles in our way or vehicles to get work done, but I see you as another person and I'm going to respect you and treat you that way versus ah, you're just in my way. I need to I need to push you aside to get this over um, and get it moving. That builds that encouragement and culture of trust and respect for one another, um, which helps accelerate growth, accelerate work um, through the organization. Yeah, you both reminded me of something uh, I think you know Bruce Rhodes mentioned on a, on a previous podcast, which everyone should listen to. Um, that, that talked about being aware of your reaction. So you can preach, I, I want you to be courage, I want you to speak out, I want you to give dissenting opinions. And then when somebody gives one, be very careful how you react to that because that will set the tone for, is this really okay or not? Do you eat that person up and they regret it and they never say it again or not? 
Do you listen? Do you take the time? And that really, I, I, over time, will foster that. That's an excellent point. Yeah, it's true. And having the ability for that person who may have a negative reaction to not be shut down and then never have the courage again. Oh, I tried that right. once. I can never do it again. No, you've got to try again, right? Maybe that person had a bad day. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. But keep keep at it where you'll never get to where you want to go. True. Never have a bad day should be another podcast. Never have a bad day. It's true. <laughs> so hard. Well, like so many things, too, I think courage really is a choice. We, we tend to think of people as courageous um, or not courageous, but like like everything, like attitude, it's a choice. You can choose courage or you can you can choose the antithesis of that. Or you can choose to kind of just float in the mainstream, hoping not to get noticed. But to Elisa's, I think, first point, you won't grow there. Right. That's not leadership. It isn't. And what a great way to end this podcast because courage is a choice. I interviewed Shelley Francis last year. She wrote a book called The Courage Way. And one of the quotes in that book that I love is this, leadership is a daily practice to become your best self and help others along the way. And I think that is so true in developing courage. It is a daily practice to become your best self and help others. So thank you. Great discussion. And I hope you all have courage. It sounds like you're going to need it in Kiowa with these dangerous activities on vacation or Elise, who's just working and really getting it done because you're just abandoning ship and she's going to make Somebody's sure. Somebody's got to do it. She's getting I'll it keep done. The, I'll keep the wheels Thank on the you. bus here. Very good. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Aim Higher with Skip Pritchard. Check out skippritchard.com for more episodes, interviews, book reviews, and leadership insights. And if you like what you hear, please rate us in iTunes. Until next time, remember, don't settle for the mediocre, always aim higher.